Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome again to the Explaining History podcast, and today we're going to look at the immediate aftermath of Pearl Harbor, uh, particularly on Japan's advance through the Pacific, and also on uh, American responses. Um, One of the things that we've looked at in great depth in the past is um, Japan's motivations for Pearl Harbor, and, and they are, in brief, basically this... Japan's big strategic goal is the conquest of China. China is where uh, Japan sees itself um, um, moving excess surplus Japanese population to, uh, being able to access uh, food and fuel resources, and being able to kind of carve open a, a, a kind of um, a Lebensraum, if you will, uh, in China. China is not easily defeated. The war that the Chinese, that the Japanese have hoped they will wage in China has dragged on far longer than anticipated uh, and the uh, Chinese uh, nationalists have been tacitly helped by Europeans and Americans in, in Japanese eyes. One of the key reasons for the seizure of Burma from the British was to shut off the Burma Road that ran into southern China um, uh, over the Himalayas. So the uh, motivations for the attack on Pearl Harbor come after a season of expansionism um, during 1940 and 1941, uh, particularly the uh, annexation of uh, French Vietnam by Japan, uh, and this gaining the displeasure of Roosevelt, who looked upon China still as being somewhere where America have and should have considerable influence continuing the long-standing ambition by American presidents to operate an open-door policy in China uh, where China would be a source of uh, a vast marketplace for American goods and a source of cheap raw materials too. So um, the encroachment of Japanese uh, power in Asia leads to the imposition of uh, sanctions uh, from uh, America, partic- in 1941, particularly 
Oil sanctions and scrap metal sanctions, two things that the Japanese do not have very much of. Um, and Japan, uh, ironically, was reliant on uh, American oil um, to power its war machine. The next uh, available source of fuel in the uh, Asia-Pacific region are the oil wells of the Dutch East Indies and of uh, Brunei. And so these were to be seized, and the one force that was most likely to prevent this would be uh, the American Pacific Fleet. So it needed to be eliminated before the conquest of the uh, Dutch East Indies could take place. Um, hence the reason for the attack on Pearl Harbor. Japanese military naval planning had always held that there would have to be, uh, probably against America, some kind of titanic battle in the uh, in the mid-Pacific, something akin to the battle that actually happens at Midway, where uh, a carrier battle were, would happen, and then the uh, devastated uh, American fleet would be finished off by Japanese uh, battleships. The British had maintained that um, the uh, a, a big naval confrontation with Japan should be avoided. Instead, a naval blockade, uh, slowly strangling the Japanese home islands into submission, would be the way to uh, approach this alarming new power in the East, as well as the British and the Americans saw it. Um, the Japanese um, were able to uh, firstly deal a devastating blow to the British by the seizure of Malaya, and then in early 1942, the fall of Singapore, and thus uh, ending any possible naval strategy in Southeast Asia until the end of the war, uh, and also what deal what they thought was a devastating blow to America by attacking Pearl Harbor. However, all they managed to do was destroy America's warships, not America's carriers, and in the Pacific, in the 1940s, war would be won through aircraft carriers. So today we're going to read from David Kennedy's uh, Freedom from Fear, uh, and we're going to have a look uh, at his uh, interpretation of uh, the problems that Japan had just created for itself. He writes, Battleships were the capital weapons of the last war. In the war that was now so bloodily be that was now so bloodily begun, aircraft carriers would be trumps, and no U.S. Pacific Fleet carriers had been at Pearl Harbor on December the seventh. Yorktown had been detached uh, in April uh, for duty in the Atlantic. Saratoga was stateside for repairs. Enterprise and Lexington were at sea near Wake and Midway Islands, respectively. Fuchida's raiders, uh, Fuchida being. Uh, the uh, commander of the Pearl Harbor uh, raid, um, had also failed to damage Pearl Harbor's repair shops. More importantly still, they'd left intact the enormous fuel oil tank farm. Loss of that fuel supply, every drop of it laboriously hauled from the American mainland, would have probably forced the US Navy to retreat to its bases on the west coast at a stroke sweeping the western Pacific uh, of American ships more cleanly than any other imaginable action. But uh, Admiral Nagumo rejected suggestions that he undertake a second strike against the repair and fuel facilities or linger in the area to search for the missing carriers. He seemed paralysed by the very ease of his victory. 
He had lost but 29 aircraft and his fleet remained unsighted. In Gordon Prang's apt phrase, he must have felt as if he had rushed forward to break down the door just as somebody opened it. For Nagumo, what he had achieved on the morning of December the 7th was victory enough, yet his failure to return for the final definitive kill risked eventual defeat. There were some uh, probably quite naive hopes on the part of Admiral Yamamoto um, of the task force that um, a knockout blow against the uh, Americans would force the US uh, to the table, to the negotiating table, with some kind of negotiated settlement about a, a Japanese sphere of influence in the Pacific would be ironed out uh, and forced, wrung from in a reluctant America. Um, and the fact of the matter was that with four um, carriers in the Pacific and the fuel supplies at Pearl Harbor still intact, there was every reason for America to fight on. Also, it seems highly unlikely that an attack so um, uh, premeditated, um, so preemptive, that uh, that could uh, ever have resulted in peace negotiations. Perhaps the biggest evidence of, of a, a failure at Pearl Harbor is that it uh, did not influence um, the, or seem to kind of help the big strategic uh, issue of the war in China uh, one bit. Um, the David Kennedy uh, writes, Even the strategic benefit to Japan of the Pearl Harbor attack was questionable. Yamamoto himself was reported to be deeply depressed uh, in the days after December the 7th. Faced at last with the reality of a war that Japan had such slight prospect of winning. In Chongqing, Chiang Kai-shek was so happy he sang uh, an old opera aria and played the Ave Maria all day. Now China's strategic importance would grow even more. American money and equipment would flow in. Winston Churchill remembered thinking, so we have won after all. Hitler's fate was sealed. Mussolini's fate was sealed. As for the Japanese, they would be ground to powder. There was no more doubt about the end. Being saturated and satiated with emotion and sensation, I went to bed and slept the sleep of the saved and the thankful. There's all sorts of stuff written about, you know, did Churchill know about Pearl Harbour? Um, did he uh, kind of allow it to happen or fail to uh, warn the Americans? It seems inconceivable that Churchill, despite the, the kind of the, the Machiavellian nature of the man, would have acted in such poor faith towards the, the United States. Um, and it would have been easy enough for Churchill to have shown the Americans uh, plans for Pearl Harbour um, and for, uh, in, in sort of Zimmerman telegram style, for that to have swayed American public opinion uh, into war uh, anyway. Um, so I, I treat those kinds of um, conspiracy theories with, with caution mainly because the the whole thing about conspiracy theories is they are uh, theorizations that exist uh, where there isn't really evidence to make that case whatsoever um perhaps in in uh, for future decades we will know um 
the uh, uh, reality, however, of Churchill's response is slightly different. His first reaction uh, on hearing uh, about the attacks was to make an immediate departure for Washington and to make sure that the uh, demand for vengeance against Japan did not start to affect the Lend-Lease Agreement. Um, he did not want to see Japan uh, and Asia become the primary theatre of war uh, against uh, the Axis powers, and he wished for Europe to still be um, the, the place where America would focus most of its energies. Britain must be careful, Churchill advised King George, that our share of munitions and other aid which we are receiving from the United States does not suffer more than is, I fear, inevitable. Um, in reality, um, the, uh, uh, the actual opening up of a front in the Pacific doesn't seem to affect uh, Britain's receipt of war aid uh, whatsoever. Um, Hitler spoke to his generals, saying, Now it is impossible for us to lose the war. We now have an ally who has never been vanquished in 3,000 years. Um, taking a kind of a highly romanticised, if not necessarily particularly logical, uh, approach to uh, an alliance with Japan. One of the, the really interesting things about the Axis is that during the war there is almost no coordination between um, Germany and Italy uh, in the West and Japan in the East. Um, there are no conferences where Hitler met the Japanese, no um, discussion of, ally, of a kind of an Axis war strategy. Um, only in the final days of the war are there are any sort of remote uh, kind of attempts to perhaps uh, equip one another with things such as nuclear secrets. Uh, but even those are kind of patchy and, and piecemeal and done in the full knowledge that the, the war was... was Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
coming to an end. So despite Hitler's kind of uh, rejoicing uh, at Japan's entry uh, into the war, um, the, he, he does not seem to capitalise on this in, in any meaningful way. Um, the other curious aspect of, of Hitler's response, and a, again a, a missed opportunity, was his decision to declare war on uh, America, David Kennedy writes. Though the strict terms of their alliance with Japan did not require it, since Japan had been the attacker, not the attacked, Hitler and Mussolini on December the 11th somewhat impetuously declared war on the United States, which then recognised the state of war with Germany and Italy. Hitler here missed an opportunity to work incalculable mischief with the American commitment to give precedence to the European war. If Hitler had not now obligingly declared war on the United States, Roosevelt, given the apparent willingness of both sides to acquiesce in protracted and undeclared naval warfare in the Atlantic, would have had undoubted difficulty finding a political, politically usable occasion for declaring war against Germany. In the absence of such a legal declaration, Roosevelt might well have found it impossible to resist demands to place the maximum American effort in the Pacific against a formerly recognised Japanese enemy, rather than in the Atlantic in a non-declared war against the Germans. This was precisely Churchill's worry, and it was not easily laid to rest. Well after the German declaration of war, Roosevelt came under stubborn pressure to give priority to the fight against Japan. Pressure came from the Navy, which always took the Pacific War to be its special province, and from public opinion, infected by a legacy of racial animosity towards the Japanese and inflamed by the humiliation of the Pearl Harbor attack. There were those members of uh, Roosevelt's Chiefs of Staff, particularly uh, Admiral King, who disliked the British and distrusted Churchill, and uh, thought, with some degree of justification, that American lives would be sacrificed in order to further uh, British imperial goals. Um, and so there was some um, insistence on there being uh, a Japan-first strategy, though mercifully for the British, this does not prevail. And the question is, why uh, Hitler chose to declare war on America when he did. And in order to do this, you have to really go into uh, Hitler's anti-Semitic conspiracy thinking. And it goes something like this. So by late 1941, um, the uh, German war effort is facing uh, serious reversals in Russia. Um, the uh, Red Army has finally uh, forced the uh, Germans back uh, from the gates of Moscow and the Russian winter is uh, devastating uh, the German war effort. In addition to this, throughout 1941, the, uh, Hitler has believed that a war exists between America uh, and Germany anyway. Um, a shooting war at sea has emerged as um, Lend-Lease um, and the convoy system has brought America de facto into the war uh, against Great Britain. Who is responsible for all of this, Hitler thinks? It's the Jews. There are villainous Jews on Wall Street um, advising uh, the president to plot against Germany, and there are Bolshevik Jews in Russia who um, are now 
planning downfall of uh, Germans, Germany's conquest of, of Russia. Um, and if they want a war of annihilation, thinks Hitler, then we will we will give it to them. It's now uh, um, uh, now in his eyes the the Jewish worldwide conspiracy, as as he sees it, has unmasked itself. And um, Germany will have a fight to the end uh, against them. It's uh, from the summer of 1941 onwards. Um, the final solution is um, authorized in uh, various kind of phases, and it is uh, the um, the Vansay Conference would have happened far closer to the Pearl Harbor uh, attack had it not been for the retreats uh, and the defeats in Russia. The reversals in Russia, and the part the the Vansay Conference is then scheduled for um, the early months of 1942, and finally happens on the 20th of January that year. And the significance of of all of this is that Hitler had reached a, a kind of a, a turning point. Um, if you look at his foreign policy career from 1933 onwards. You have um, a, a largely cautious dictator until about 1936 and his remilitarization of the Rhineland where he calculates that the British and the French are too weak to do anything about um, his, um, uh, his bluffs, his gambles. And then he becomes uh, ever more a risk taker. Each gamble that pays off convinces Hitler that he can't lose and Hitler believes that um, America, um, whilst having the kind of uh, resources that they have, ultimately haven't quite got the fight in them that the Germans do. And once, uh, eventually, the eastern, um, uh, the eastern uh, territories are conquered all the way up to the River Volga, Germany will have the, the resources to really bring the fight to the USA. Um, Naive thinking, uh, fantasy thinking, um, but Hitler uh, had also at this point uh, managed to um, completely and utterly marginalise other voices in decision making, other people who were able to uh, advise and suggest that um, this was a, a strategic uh, gamble of, of epic proportions. There were a significant number of commentators and politicians in uh, America at the time who were unwilling to accept that the Japanese had pulled off uh, an audacious military attack uh, that the Americans had been unprepared for. Um, there were uh, conspiracy theorists who argued that it had been Roosevelt who had used uh, the American Pacific Fleet as bait uh, in order to draw uh, Japan into uh, an attack and bring America into a war that many Americans were uh, reluctant to join um, and um, whilst this all sounds very attractive as a conspiracy theory, much like the Churchill one, there doesn't seem to be uh, anything in it particularly uh, and the reality is that uh, Japan had pulled off uh, an audacious military coup uh, and had uh, managed to sail its fleet uh, a considerable distance under radio silence uh, and uh, without uh, alerting uh, American intelligence. Um, though, of course, the Soviets knew it was going to happen because of their spy in Tokyo, Richard Sorge. 
Um, the problem here is that wounded national pride will very often look for uh, any other explanation other than the fact that it was a failing on the on the home team's part. Um, these things unfortunately um, unfortunately happen um, in spite of uh, intelligence, in spite of reconnaissance, in spite of defences. Despite this, and uh, despite the uh, attack on Pearl Harbour, uh, despite the protestations of people like King, um, Marshall uh, and uh, other members of the uh, the chiefs of, uh, of, of general staff um, around that surrounded uh, Roosevelt all agreed on a Germany first policy that Germany was the most dangerous adversary uh, and that um, the uh, conflict with Japan had opened up the, the um, uh, opened up the, the possibilities of war. But Japan itself was perhaps uh, the, the, the afterthought. The likes of MacArthur, who we'll, we'll kind of turn to in the, uh, the next podcast on this topic, uh, didn't see it that way. Um, MacArthur, kind of uh, rather Napoleonic figure. And his uh, humiliation in the, uh, for, uh, his exit from the Philippines after the, the Philippines fell which we will uh, look at soon, um, led him to put immense pressure on Roosevelt to uh, supply him to um, wage his own personal war uh, in the Pacific. But even so, um, the War Department still saw Europe as being the primary theatre of conflict. Blame has also fallen on uh, American intelligence and signals uh, across the Pacific, but you have to remember, of course, that the uh, uh, American uh, intelligence in the Pacific was spread very far and very thinly, and the uh, um, the Japanese sphere of influence and the the points of attack for um, the um, the potential Pearl Harbor were were immense. Um, uh, Kennedy writes, months, even years of speculation about Japan's military intentions have focused on China, Soviet Siberia, Malaya, Singapore, Hong Kong, the Dutch East Indies, Thailand, Indochina and the Philippines as possible uh, Japanese targets, but rarely, if ever, Hawaii. Um, the Navy's warning on November the 27th, for example, plausibly named the Philippines, uh, Thai or the Malay Peninsula or possibly Borneo as sites of impending hostilities. Of course, a majority of these places were eventually uh, attacked and conquered uh, by Japan. So um, the idea that deep in the heart of the Pacific, that the first point of attack as far as America, America was concerned, would be Hawaii, was uh, considered, but it was considered also to be uh, too far from the Japanese home islands and uh, to be too well defended. But Japan managed to counter these defences and sail uh, its task force um, for over a thousand miles without the use of radio, maintaining uh, non-radio signals. Okay, so um, we're going to continue from here 
um, and to look at um, the rest of the war in the Pacific bit by bit. And I hope you found this useful and interesting, and I'll catch you on the next podcast. Do remember that if you can fund us on Patreon, that's uh, very, very gratefully received um, as we survive on a little trickle of ad revenue and the kindness of our patrons. Thank you very much. All the best. Bye-bye. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.